Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. You may call them a frivolous waste of time, but filters and effects on pictures, videos, and streams have become a staple of how we communicate. But not in podcasting, oddly enough. Will that change? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Hashtag no filter, because it's really hard to apply filters to audio. Well, okay, that's that's not true. I mean, there, there are lots of filters on what you're hearing right now. But if you hear the filters I put on my audio, I did a bad job. Now, that's not true for those who apply filters to things like Instagram, TikTok, even Twitch streams, right? Those filters need to be seen. They are done on purpose to fundamentally change things. And everybody knows likely, by and large, that they have been added. Those are fun filters for those things. Where are the fun filters in audio? We don't really have them. I mean, we can. As podcasters, if we want to change the sound of our program, of our vocal tracks, of the music, of the effects, whatever, we can do that. We can do that with the tools we have at our disposal. But... The tools we have at our disposal right now to do that sort of filtering on our audio are kind of blunt instruments. They can, if I want to pitch my voice up, I could do that. If I wanted to pitch my voice down, I could do that. I can make EQ adjustments and changes around to, to change the tone and timber, timbre, tim, no, timber is wood, timbre of my audio. I can do that, but oftentimes when I do that, it's starting to mask or muffle what's being said. It's just not as easy to understand once filters have been applied. And that's a big challenge in the audio world. We strive for clarity first and foremost. If you can't hear the words being said, if the dialogue makes no sense, then it's not an enjoyable experience. And the tools we have right now to change our voice are, well, I mean, just think of the last time, which might have been a long time, when you've heard someone on television when they've masked the voice and it just sounds all garbled and confused. Well, we don't want that in audio. Nobody wants to listen to that. That's not fun. That's not really a fun thing to do. We don't have that fun filter for our audio to really change the way that it sounds. Now, if you've ever tried to recreate that filter that you like when you're sharing things on Snapchat or TikTok or whatever else. If you try to recreate those filters, which you can do with one click on Photoshop, you will spend a very long time. Even if you know what you are doing in Photoshop, you will still spend many minutes, double digit minutes at least, 
making something, recreating that filter inside of a pro tool like Photoshop. That's another big challenge we face because the professional tools we have to make podcasts, our DAWs, digital audio workstations, also have lots of bells and whistles. We can do things, but it just takes too long to apply those fun filters. Because with all the other tools that are out there, even Twitch streams, click a button, filter applied. Don't like that filter? Click another button. New filter applied. <laughs> Doing that in audio is a nightmare. It's a long, long time. We do have some plugins you can put on which will change the sound of the overall room, much like if you were in a different recording studio or using instruments from the 1970s. But those are designed for music, not necessarily for vocals, not necessarily for podcasts. And again, they can oftentimes mask or muffle the sound because, again, they weren't really designed for, for vocal tracks. Now, there's another challenge with all of this. When you start thinking about this, all, look at all of the videos or clips or whatever you've seen on Instagram and you're scrolling through your feed. Those are cute for a few seconds. I'm not so sure many people want to sit through a 30-minute long audio episode where the voice has been pitched up super crazy high, almost in a Roger Rabbit-ish style. That may not be terribly enjoyable. And that's because when you're adding filters to something, you it needs to add something. Not just make it weird, although there's a there's a case for that, I suppose, but it you know, it really have to have a purpose, I think, but it but it should transform the audio. There should be a big difference with filter and without filter. When we're applying these crazy, weird, you know, bunny ear type stuff on a video or a picture, same thing on audio, it needs to transform it. It needs to make it fundamentally different, but in a way that makes it enjoyable for a longer form content. Unless that's the problem, unless that's the big holdback here. Maybe there are ways to apply this fil these filters quickly, one touch to change everything about it, but it needs to be done on a much shorter format. You know, think Snapchat or TikTok versus YouTube. One's designed for a really, really short form video where those filters and effects are often seen, less so on the other, the longer form content. Now, there are already lots of different small format, small audience as well, kind of podcast adjacent players and apps which will allow you to do more interesting, cool, and quirky stuff. People are just starting to break the surface of this right now, truly experimenting with the creativity, oftentimes just using for the mobile phone that's in our pocket, which, by the way, is the staple of everything I just mentioned, at least from Instagram and TikTok and those things. Twitch a little bit different. We've been trying for years now to make mobile phones a viable way to make a podcast. And while you can make a podcast episode with a mobile phone, let's face it, they just don't sound all that great. But that's because perhaps we've been trying to do something long form. Maybe the short form factor is real. And maybe that short form factor needs something like these one touch filters, these one-touch effects to really transform it into something that's not just a 15-second clip of audio. It's a 15-second clip of somebody 
produced audio. Someone's produced audio with a bunny wearing rose-colored glasses. I don't know what that looks like. It's hard for me to explain it. It's hard for me to understand it. But I do think there's an opportunity, especially with the class of people who are really attracted to these short-form video and picture-sharing services, think there's an opportunity to do something like that with podcasting. What that opportunity looks like, just don't know. But the wild things we might see at some point in time in the future. Now, speaking of wild things in the future, I envision this. I envision you right now firing up your email client or going to your direct messages or whatever the equivalent is in the tool that you are used to and sending one person a specialized note that says, hello, specialized person. I would like to let you know about this podcast called Podcast Pontifications. It's all about the future of podcasting, philosophical rants and ramblings about the future of podcasting, only done in around 10 minutes. Would you please listen? That would be awesome if you would please share the show with someone. No filter. Did I mention a hashtag no filter? <laughs> and if you like the, the things that I say, the services I provide, go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. Now, you realize you're not actually buying me a coffee there. I suppose I could use the money that I get to buy a coffee, and I do buy coffee and drink it on a regular basis. But buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra is where you can go to show your support for the program. That's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. 
we encourage you to speak up. Take care and spread the word.